Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at lightsoutxf.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to lightsoutxf.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that gives a quick look at something that happened a long time ago today. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about the time when an out-of-control gas fire met its match in a 46-year-old Texan and a whole bunch of dynamite. The day was April 28, 1962. Armed with nearly 800 pounds of explosives, a team of firefighters led by Red Adair extinguished a massive natural gas well fire in the Sahara Desert. The fire, which was nicknamed the Devil's Cigarette Lighter, had been raging in the eastern Algerian desert for nearly six months before Adair and his team finally snuffed it out. The blaze had ignited when a pipe in a natural gas well ruptured, launching more than 6,000 cubic feet of flaming gas into the air every second. The stream of fire stretched 800 feet into the sky and was fed by a seemingly endless supply of natural gas. In fact, the pillar of flame was so large and intense that astronaut John Glenn reported seeing it from space as he orbited the Earth. It would have taken years to extinguish the blaze through conventional firefighting methods, so once it became clear that the fire wasn't going to burn itself out anytime soon, Algeria decided something unconventional was needed. The country called in Red Adair, the world's foremost oil well firefighter, and a big proponent of fighting fire with fire. 
Paul Neil Adair was born in Houston, Texas on June 18, 1915. As a teenager, he quit school in order to help support his family, including his seven siblings. He worked at a drugstore, laid track for railroads, whatever he could do to make money. Eventually, he took a job at one of the state's many oil fields and continued in that line of work for about seven years. Next, Adair joined the Army, where he served as a member of the 139th Bomb Disposal Squadron during World War II. It was around that time he got the nickname Red, a reference not only to his red hair, but to his soft spot for the color red. He wore red clothes, drove a red car, and later used the color for all his business equipment, uniforms, and pamphlets. Once the war was over, Red Adair found work at the M.M. Kinley Company, a California-based outfit that specialized in controlling oil well blowouts and extinguishing well fires. The company's founder, Myron Kinley, taught Red Adair everything he knew about fighting fires, including a new technique he had pioneered that involved the use of dynamite. It sounds counterintuitive, but the physics support the idea. When a bomb goes off, it momentarily sucks all the oxygen from the surrounding area. That means that with a carefully measured explosion, a well fire can be temporarily starved of oxygen. Then, in that brief window when the fire isn't burning, technicians can get close enough to reseal the well with a plug. In 1959, Adair left Kinley and used what he had learned to start his own company. Soon, they were putting out oil and gas well fires all over the world, including in war zones, inland gas fields, and offshore oil rigs. On average, Adair and his team put out around 40 fires per year, many of which would have burned for decades without their help. They didn't bomb every fire they were called in to handle. In fact, Red designed a whole fleet of equipment that didn't involve high explosives, everything from water guns and high-pressure turbines to semi-submersible boats that could be used to cap underwater wells on offshore rigs. Sometimes, though, bombing a fire was the best bet for putting out a blaze. Over time, Red was able to perfect the method he had learned from Kinley, and because of that expertise, he and his crew were a natural choice to face off against the devil's cigarette lighter. The fire in Algeria erupted on November 6, 1961, and before the end of the year, the Red Adair Company was on the scene, devising a way to put it out. The fire burned so intensely that the desert sand around the hole had melted into glass. Without proper precautions, anyone who got anywhere near the blaze would be vaporized almost instantly. To prevent this, the crew needed a tremendous amount of water, and in the middle of the Sahara Desert, that was a tall order. The company wound up having to dig its own wells to source the water it needed. The crew also had to construct three enormous reservoirs to store the water they pumped from the wells. Each reservoir was ten feet deep, and roughly the size of a soccer field. The water from these pits would not only be used to control the blaze, but to keep the crew and their equipment from burning up when they needed to get closer to the fire. It took several months of preparation, but on April 29, 1962, Red Adair and his team were finally ready to make their big push. They had modified a bulldozer by adding a 60-foot boom arm to the end of it. 
attached to the boom were about 800 pounds of explosives, and when rolled close enough to the fire, they would ignite automatically. As you might expect, Red Adair insisted on delivering the payload personally. Dressed in his trademark red overalls and red hard hat, he began driving the mobile bomb closer and closer to the rim of the fuming inferno. Meanwhile, other crewmen, also dressed in red overalls and hard hats, sprayed their boss with a constant stream of water to keep him from vaporizing in the heat. After what must have felt like an eternity, Red positioned the bomb within just a few feet of the flames. Without a moment to spare, he took cover, and then... Boom! The fire had roared unchecked for 167 days, but then, in an instant, it fell silent. It took another month to remove the wellhead and place a cap on the well, but in late May of 1962, the team got it done, and the devil's cigarette lighter had been snuffed out for good. After his victory in Algeria, Red Adair became a household name, so much so that even Hollywood came calling. Red struck a deal, and in 1968, Universal released Hellfighters, the story of a cocky oil rig firefighter trying to repair his broken marriage. Adair and his colleagues served as technical consultants on the film, and the main character, played by John Wayne, was loosely based on Adair himself. The movie wasn't a hit at the box office or with critics, but in Adair's mind, it was still a huge win. He later said of the experience, quote, That's one of the best honors in the world, to have the Duke play you in a movie. Over the course of nearly 50 years, the Red Adair Company extinguished thousands of fires worldwide. Red finally retired from fighter fighting himself in 1994, though he would continue to work as a consultant until his death in 2004, at the age of 89. Red's company typically earned millions of dollars for each oil well fire they extinguished, and those big paydays didn't go unnoticed by the press. When asked about it, Red famously exclaimed, quote, If you think it's expensive to hire a professional to do a job, wait until you hire an amateur. You might think that's just Texas swagger, but consider this. In all his years in one of the world's most dangerous businesses, Red Adair never lost a single member of his crew. In fact, according to him, no one was ever seriously injured on a job either. That record speaks highly of Red's skill and leadership, but it's also worth mentioning that he was crushed, burned, and temporarily blinded on the job more than once. So his idea of what constituted a serious injury was probably a little different than yours or mine. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find us at TDIHC Show. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can drop us a line directly at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes or fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast.